From Bella Vista Hotel, this is Two Brownish Girls, a Western Sydney-based podcast speaking of the Pacifica Australian experience. We're your hosts, Talitha and Cripps. Just a quick disclaimer and explicit content warning. Our podcast is 100% unfiltered and from our own personal views. This podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of this land in which we record this podcast, the Darug people. Sovereignty has never been ceded. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, hello, hello. Well, this is the last time you'll be hearing my annoying ass voice greeting you like this, <laughs> our loyal two brownish girls listeners, because this is our last episode and what a time it has been. And I just know, even though I am an ice queen and this is getting into summer in Sydney, this is going to be an emotional roller coaster of an episode. So join Cribs and I for the two part last episode. Yeah, this feels like the Gossip Girl when she's signing off for the last time. <laughs> I mean, aka if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, uh, Dan Humphrey. Um, but damn, yes. I haven't <laughs> I haven't cried yet. But look, I just might in honor of this podcast. But you know, spend this two part episode with us as we do a re listen of our first ever episode, <laughs> which um, I feel like we're both cringing at the thought of it. But it is what it is. Yeah. And here we are. And also the second part, we'll be looking back on the last five years. Sorry, four years and five seasons. And some of the highlights and milestones. I also wanted to quickly shout out Miss Naomi Jandal. Shout out Naomi. Who yesterday celebrated her 25th on the 25th of November. And who I went to see pra- uh, Paramore last night. Ooh. So good. It was How did we get here? Mm. I used, used to, to know, know you somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> Not somewhere, <laughs> damn bitch. I was like, mm, I'm a, I'm a fraud, but no, it was so good. Oh, and there was a fucking Edward cutout in the in the crowd. Oh my god, it was so funny. I was like, damn. I think I know. <laughs> but you know, before we even get into it fully, I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge a few of the people slash organizations that have helped shape the True Brownish Girls aesthetic for what it is. I want to shout out to Choice Fawn for the intro and outro song. Which called taste which you can find on his soundcloud he's doing a lot of great work as well he helped do the soundtrack for the um panthers like it's like about the black panthers oh shit. yeah that um, movie um the kiwi movie yeah it was yeah. a i think it was like a tv sh- a tv series oh. um so he did a bit of work on that and like heaps of the work that he's doing and he's also like an entertainment lawyer i don't know it's so hectic but shout out to you choice it's been a real one for we many years like a man of many hats yeah period and he's been like yeah a good a uh, long time Twitter friend. Uh, also want to shout out to Rosemary Yay. from the, the Nua Nua for our cover art. Um, this cover art came about very like organically. She was also a listener of the podcast and she just, I think it was like maybe during uh, lockdown, she had posted up um, some cover art, like this artwork that she did of us and me and Taylor were just... That's hectic. Like so yeah. gagged. It was so good. And we we're like, can oh, we have work this? Her work is amazing. Yeah. By her work. Mm. She swear. does so much. She like, does like digital design. She does um, like uh, wall art, like woven oh, the wall stuff. Wall so nice. She started doing rugs recently. Yes, the rugs. I'm obsessed with the rugs. Yeah. Like it's, it's so hectic. So um, shout out to her for, you know, helping us like shape like 
the way the essence of the two yeah. brandish girls because those color themes we really use with everything we align like, with like align damn with, like that's our color scheme a deep purple like oh yeah so really really thank you for that i also want to shout out my mate uh at it's the bro uh rangi christy for our original uh orange and like baby blue two brandish girls cover art that was so iconic we and i remember those color schemes too yeah and yeah. i remember like when we first got it we were just like damn this like so this cute. is it's so real this is real because we just fucking use like but this like, thing on even, anchor yeah anchor wasn't even canva we didn't even progress to using canva absolutely not art. absolutely yeah. not but you know that really um it helped us yeah. like build a brand and and help it like bring it to life so yeah. shout out to you um Marangi, really appreciate that um also want to shout out uh the bella vista hotel as we do in every um episode. Po- every episode and the hills podca- podcast studio who have helped us make this podcast sound so crisp and for free it's for free westies <laughs> get in it yeah get honestly. in there get in there i mean i'm not trying to say like everyone should have a podcast but like if you have something to say yeah you know book it it's free if you have something to say and you want it to sound crisp and eloquent then and come clean. to bella vista hotel Hills Podcast Studio, and for the introverts, you don't have to ring to book. You can just book online with their yeah, online period. form, which we love. We love to see it. You generally don't have to talk to anyone. No, like so, minimal yeah. communication. The only thing you have to talk is when you get in and say, "Oh, I booked the podcast studio," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, hey, good morning," or something. And can so, you turn the aircon down? It's really cold in there. Aircon down, please. <laughs> so minimal interactions, people. We love that. We love to see that. Literally, and so look, let's get cracking. First up, we're going to do a re-listen of our first ever episode, Talitha. So Are you ready? I am ready. It's very funny because it just sounds so like we were worried. And we only went for 24 minutes and 37 seconds. And that so was the last time that, that any episode. Eddie episode was that fucking short. <laughs> so that was actually exciting. And it's called It's Your Girls, an introduction. And it's It's Your Girls, like how I always used to have It's Your Girls in my Instagram bio, my yes. social network bios yes. that I took from someone's Tumblr. So it's not even <laughs> original to me. It's like I took it from someone's Tumblr. So... <laughs> because I'm like, that sounds cool. But anyway, so let's begin. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Welcome to our first episode of Two Brownish Girls. My name is Talitha and I'm here with my co-host groups. Hey. <laughs> today we're just going to introduce ourselves and allow our listeners. Yeah, what the fuck was I talking about? Hey, hey. Damn, so young. Why do we sound so young? It was like 2019. <laughs> like we sound like very like baby podcaster yeah it was it was given that <laughs> it was and i remember we had it on like my brother's bose speaker and we had to worry because my cat was like sauntering around the house that she was gonna make some fucking cat energy fucking literally thing. but oh my gosh <laughs> that's oh my gosh it's nice to get an insight on what two brownish girls is about and what we want to achieve from this podcast we'll jump straight into it oh introducing my co-host cribs yeah, so I will be going forward as Cribs on this podcast. Um, my background is um, three quarters Samoan and a quarter Maori. So my dad was full Samoan and my mum was half Samoan. And it's because the headset, Maori. I'm not so, sure. Um, anyway. I was born in Auckland, New Zealand, and I moved here in 94 when I was six months old. Um, and we lived in Liverpool. And How do I talk like that? Campbelltown. So I'd been there for about 15 years in Campbelltown and then I moved back to Liverpool. This so is so unnecessary. It's sound really different. Me. I've travelled back to Auckland uh, every now and then. 
but I'm, I guess I'm pretty much what you'd call an Australian Samoan. Uh, my interests are I love live music. Why do I sound like it's a dating um, app? I love, <laughs> love Island family zombie. friends, as Drake says. More time with family and friends. Not the Drake quote, um, Drake. We, we were Drake stands at the, the start. Stars, I don't know yeah, anymore. Managing, um, industry. I won't go too much into it for the sake of retaining my professionalism. Oh my and gosh, shut the fuck um, up, <laughs> I guess my business and my personal life separate. <laughs> oh my gosh, and, damn. Um, yeah, my relationship status is I'm single and not looking. Damn, that's so um, real. But <laughs> I'm still not looking. Living for the single life at the moment. Guys, sorry about this and audio. I don't know what yeah. the fuck's yeah, going on. I don't know what's with the audio. Because I live with my brother and, uh, sorry, my sister and my brother-in-law. Why am I telling you guys this information? Yeah, <laughs> like why were you talking? I don't know. Redact. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to be secretive and then telling my whole life. It's not the usual. Um, typical family dynamic that you would ex- expect in a Polynesian family, but I guess that's the Should way. Should we try and fix the sound? Um, yeah, yeah, guys. One second, my dad we'll be back. In Auckland. I wonder what it is. Like. Yeah, yeah. Stop, no, stop recording. All right, we're back. Let's give this a crack again. Hopefully, the audio is a bit better. Sorry, my sister and my brother-in-law. Still telling you about my fucking life. The other names I will redact. Oh my gosh, shut uh, up. You're in the redaction, I love but it though. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a like, pretty interesting dynamic. It's not the usual um, typical family dynamic that you would ex- expect in a Polynesian family, but I guess that's the way it goes. <laughs> um, if you could see her face right so now. Disgusted she's like eye rolling at herself. My mum passed away when I was 12. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've heard that shit ago. before. <laughs> So I'll be mom. Like dead parents law. Making jokes of it. I've, you know, it's uh, growing up in a Polynesian, Polynesian family as well. You're pretty much, you know, taught to um, grow up quickly. Um, but I, I guess it's like? kind of helped me. You sound really young, um, like you're 16. Yeah. In a sense, you know, get a. Like uh, optimism before the reality of the that. world. <laughs> That's how we sound it. More like a. A quick understanding of the world, and I learnt pretty. I learnt pretty quickly. Um, and uh, if I could punch you know, myself in the throat right now, up, I'd do it. You know, and do a lot of things for myself. So, again, it wasn't really the usual dynamic that you had in um, Polynesian families. You know, you have a lot of support around you. Um, a lot of you know cousins. Support, but what cost? <laughs> I didn't really have that, but um, I think it's helped me. You know, I love my family. <laughs> and um, I guess that's. Why I'm a badass bitch now? Like, <laughs> take no, take take no fucks. She no is bitch, take no bullshit from anyone. So, um, you know, that I is like the definition of this podcast. Yeah, like but I really um, like Pacifica yeah, girls who don't uh, take bullshit from anyone, but at the same time also take bullshit from too many people. So, that's pretty much been my experience um, growing up here. I've not really had like a particularly problematic childhood. Damn, um, my but then raised me. Um, <laughs> that was me. That we that found out. Me. That was me before um, so was when was the podcast herself, started. Then I, <laughs> um, the poor child. Three therapists later. <laughs> uh, yeah, in a sense, raised me into an adult, um, and up until now, like obviously we still live together. Yeah, but, we still uh, do. Yeah, it was a pretty interesting childhood. She, you know, she did her best that she could, and um, I guess we were all 
having to grow into different roles um, as, you know, without my mum being there and finding, you know, where our feet were now. Um, this podcast really and, was my therapy. You know, my parents. <laughs> yeah, and like my I feel like it was 100% totally like our situation. therapy. Hey. Like my brother moved to Adelaide. And Adelaide, dad. So we're also revealing mom. a lot so, on the first episode. Um, you know, that kind of. I'm surprised you guys we, still we, listen. We fall, so much fucking trauma apart, in the first episode. More so, you know, we just kind of had grown apart. And oh my God. Died, like, we were just like, okay, <laughs> we really like, 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 yeah. Um, and we just kind of went our own ways, funnily enough. And I think a lot of, like, maybe someone, um, someone's re- like living in New Zealand may, you know, gasp at, at this, but we just kind of went our own ways and did our own thing. Um, you know, we still still. And I was reading other, on a script. Just, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That network wasn't there anymore. I forgot that we so, had the proper scripts. Yeah. Um, scripts, scripts. That was my experience. So that's me. I'll just pass it back to Talitha and um, we'll, you know, understand her world and what her upbringing has been like. So speak on it, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, God. So as you heard previously, my name is Talitha. Um, I'm of Fijian descent, so um, both my parents are Fijian. Um, I was born in Australia, so um, at the earliest, my dad was went to primary school here and a uh, high school here so um his my father's side of the family has been in australia since around the sydney since the 70s and um oh my god that my was wrong it's actually the 60s she completed her studies in the early 80s so not even in sydney they um, were just in western, western sydney, sydney princess, <laughs> as i do call yes. myself because yes. Not only Still. was I born at mm. Westmead Hospital, we're getting very specific here, <laughs> but um, I was also raised in Parramatta and Penrith, which I feel like definite Western Sydney. Fuck, it took me like title. 10 seconds to so already talk about Western Sydney. Like, fuck's sake. Anyway, so my interests are is that I do love music. So I have a wide, like, it sounds like I have a cult. different ranges of music I listen to. I, I kind of like have, like, an intensity with electronic music. And yeah, here we go. I won't go into my obsessive ways with no. the DJs I like. But that might be another, another, <laughs> another day. But I work in the um, finance sector. <sighs> True. Mm-hmm. We're still fucking here 12 um, years later. My relationship status. As, okay, firstly, I'd like to note that Cribs wanted to add this. <laughs> Telling our relationship status, I don't know why. I'm like, a, sorry, I'm anyway, an insecure girly. That may listen. <laughs> is that I am single? And that's... <laughs> that's that on that. <laughs> that's that. Uh, my current family I am, dynamic is that uh, I, I am really still single <laughs> and will probably be single for the rest of my life. Damn. But that's my, yeah, anyway, we don't need to unpack that. <laughs> my brother and cousin, and um, we live in Western Sydney. It's as crazy because well, I live with another cousin uh, too. My but parents this, both yeah, passed that's away crazy. in 2017. Uh, so, dead parents' law. Um, that's why I am. Um, my brother and I live together with our cousin. See, so why am I giving an explanation of my living situation? <laughs> like, why? That's what I'm saying. Actually, we're fucking unpacking. Like, we didn't mention this before, but Cribs and I are recording this on Mother's Day. We both lost oh, our mothers. So I forgot that. Pretty, oh. I think it's a good start to. 
just expressing ourselves and like what might I add like my mum would never tolerate me having a podcast in the community trashing the community like the Melanesian Polynesian (laughs) she would have just been like that is not my daughter Um, my experiences um, growing up in Australia is um, I went to primary school in North Parramatta and then I went to high school in Penrith so I sound nervous like my breathing really different I just um, I went to primary school different like really big like there's a significant difference between going... Oh, by um, now you all should know the difference between Penrith and Parramatta. Um, Western Sydney is one of the most multicultural areas of Australia. And so I felt very grateful growing up in a multicultural area. Shout out, Western um, Sydney. Mm-hmm. I just... It's, I would it's live nowhere else. represented and seen, you know. Just getting to know other cultures too is such a great thing, I think, for anyone. Who's just cultured. Just as Pacific Islanders. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, shut the that's fuck basically off. my very awkward spiel. Who I am, and I'm surprised that I didn't go into like I really love Diplo and Sebastian from Ed Bank. Oh and, wow, and redacted. Wow. Redacted. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why don't I add the way that I threw you under the bus saying Cribs wanted to add the relationship status? <laughs> That is how insecure you all should know how insecure I am with men. Like every time like I catch up with a friend or something, they ask me, they're like, are you seeing anyone? I'm like, I am seeing a therapist. I am not seeing a man. Please. You should know by now. (laughs) I think it's super important for us just on what Talitha said, um, that we are, I guess, starting this podcast on Mother's Day and it's Mm. important for us to um, express rather than suppress um, oh, what did you? Because funny, I was all your terms you've coined. Today Most of the terms that are coined house. in the podcast is from Cribs, by the way. <laughs> I was speaking to my uncle, and he's like, "What are you up to today?" I was like, "Oh, well, I'm just going to go to a friend's house." Um, and sorry, I actually referenced he was my friend of her parents passed away recently. (laughs) You wouldn't get it unless your parents died. It's one of those things. Um, And I said, we're actually, I'm just going to go spend some time with her and suppress our feelings together. And he's like, well, that sounds all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess, you know, I think it's kind of a good thing that we've kind of come out the other end on an Mm. opposite side of the spectrum just saying yeah, I, pause, pause. I guess be a bit more open. how do you feel like you've come out you are now have we come out the other end i like i think that episode you can clearly tell it's a girl who wants to be accepted by the sydney fijian community and yeah. to be honest like now i don't give a fuck no no i mean like in your grief oh, oh my grief because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about we're talking Whoa. about coming out the other end anyway more comments for the community later um i feel like i feel like the grief doesn't really go away but you just learn to deal with it better Mm. um i feel like it was just actually last week was six years since my dad died Mm. so it was like it was weird because i didn't really feel a sadness as like the extreme sadness i feel like you feel in the first three years or something after they die like i was just like oh it's the 17th like i was at work normal i was like oh i'm a bit sad but it's not to the point that before work it used to be like really like I couldn't work. I'd have to call in sick or something like that because yeah. I was just very like, especially their death dates. Their birthdays are cool because I su- prefer celebrating their birthday, but their death dates, I'm a bit meh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fair enough. How, Interesting. Yeah. How about you? Um, I think 2019. Yeah, I just think I've learned to process it differently. Yeah. Receive her, like, her death differently. Yeah. And... um. I think I 
celebrate her a lot more than rather than feeling the sadness i definitely do feel the f- sadness sometimes you know yeah. when just like a simple thing of like wanting an embrace or yeah a hug or just like some sort of assurance i think like sometimes yeah. i miss the physical part of like yeah having them here but um i kill for like a hug just one more hug yeah like stuff like that just that em- yeah. you know that embrace so i i do i do get sad about that sometimes yeah um, but when it comes to like the things where I feel like I need the most, like, you know, support or love or reassurance, I feel like, um, I feel like really in tune with my mom's spirit Yeah, that I can um, tap into that whenever I. They're always around, just like yeah. what, um, our episode with the Vingia Project, like, you know, the ancestors are always around mm. doing their shenanigans and everything. And yeah, like, I feel like I definitely feel like I've gotten over most of it because like, I didn't, I don't even visit their grave. Yeah. Like, I don't... You shouldn't have to. Like Yeah, like, there's a weird obligation my family has with me visiting the grave. And I'm like, mate, I already paid That's for it. That's such a Pacific thing. I paid for it. Like, this is my only land in the Sydney. <laughs> this is the only land I own is this plot at Rookwood. <laughs> and I just feel like there should be no obligation. Like, everyone processes grief differently. Yeah. But the pressure to fucking visit the graves, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah so Pacific Islander. Mm. And, um... I guess yeah, do it for our, do it for the culture do and it do it for our like, I think our offspring to come. How okay, many offspring. years? Okay, where, where um, is this offspring in the room with us right now? <laughs> important for us is like the the experience that we both live in. I feel like both Talitha and I share the share a very similar experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't want to say same because it's not the same. Relationship yeah. very similar. cultures. Yeah. Um, and we thought it was the same at the start. Mm. Then we realised it's completely, um, d- it's like. And that's, in, so, I, yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel, I mean, and like feel free to, you know, step <laughs> yeah. in, but I feel like we um, don't have like easy access to our culture as, as opposed to a lot of other people. So mm. we feel like it, it can be really hard for us to like either want to learn or we're to still on the outskirts of our culture but it's fine mm. <laughs> we have our community can be now a lot of things that like are like or people um that can you know <laughs> yeah. like you know damn who was i talking about like, oh you're 25 yeah. you still don't know the language like you know yeah. it can be really um yeah disheartening in a way Very. um so you know i think we in doing this podcast which is i guess at like the next thing we wanted to talk about is um why why this podcast was created or where this idea came from. So I'll let yeah. T um, oh. spill that tea. And <laughs> Lol, see? She <laughs> comes up with the fucking sayings. Um, <laughs> sound bites. And, yeah, just explain kind of where this came from. And because Talitha hit me up and was like, you know, let, we should start a podcast. And I was 100% down and thinking like, why well, didn't I think of this before? So I'll let her kind of unpack this um, it's just an excuse for free therapy and trashing our, everything uh, many damn I can't afford the real thing millions, <laughs> millions, of, uh, millions listeners. of listeners <laughs> um, on yeah where this came from and you know what we want to hopefully gain from this so yeah so um, basically I came up with the podcast idea was because um, I sound Chris so fucking told me fake. about um, this project my customer that, service um, fucking Pacific voice. Um, the Fijian women were running called the, I can't pronounce it I think properly. It was the, oh my God. Project? Yes. Vingia Project. I can't pronounce it. Oh my God. Get over yourself. But, you can um, pronounce it, you dumb cunt. Basically, it's a really great collective that has been around for <laughs> You've only lived here in that um, language your whole life, you idiot. <laughs> of um, Fijian women and tattooing. 
because originally I can't um, pronounce it. Oh, that's so bad. Up, but it is um, Fijian women started tattooing in the South Pacific. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to them. It was not until the like the British the the colonialists came and told us <laughs> colonialists to came specific British showed. colony. So <laughs> we started wearing Western clothes and whatnot. So. Um, there was a really good like cultural day on called Sir Levu, and it was held at Campbelltown Art Center. And Chris uh, Cribs <laughs> told me about it. Ah, I was the so government excited name. because I've never not the government name had anything like to do. I've always wanted to go to these type of things, but I've just never had the opportunity to. Did I really, I, or so was I ignorant? Know, See, there's I'm the going. think piece. And I got to learn more about my culture, like the cooking, just like the history so of Fijian yeah. women and the importance. God, I would kill like, for some polisami right like, now. Back in the day, like, in the 1800s, in, and the law oh, that's still a God, prominent role. And I thought, like, growing up in Western Sydney, um, being yeah, like Sydney. technically, even though I might be like a second generation, I'm technically a third generation. <laughs> Like Fiji, like no, I think I'm technically first generation, here, like from the 60s, or second, 70s. I don't know. So I've been here for a while, but I feel like we're kind I've of been lost here for a in while. two worlds because You've been two Australians, we're obviously oh, not <laughs> like Australian, we're not white Australian or feel like feel into that. And then to Fijians, when we go back, to I am so over diaspora takes though. <laughs> And we're like the queens of starting the fucking diaspora takes. Not starting it, but like being a prominent being. force in like the diaspora takes in Sydney, I yeah. would say. I can comfortably say that with my chest for our podcast. That we're like a forefront, like in the f- like yeah. in the fucking front trenches for the start of diaspora takes. And now I'm at the stage where I'm like, oh my God, every time I hear a diaspora take, I'm like, shut the fuck but up. I think also that's the thing is like we've been in it. I think, yeah. For like for a while. Four years. Yeah. So... I think that's also why it's a beautiful thing that we're, we're ending the podcast yeah. because I don't want to say like our takes have been took, yeah. but um, I think it gives like an opportunity for the next generation yeah, for the their next takes. Because I'm really like as much as I <laughs> never used to like any of the other grades in my year. I mean, in my school, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm really interested to see what the next generation is going to yeah. talk about because their experience is completely different yeah, because and they, Islander representation is so much bigger. M- huge. Compared to when and we they were kids. are like rebelling. They're speaking up. Yeah. You know, they're really fighting for they're what protesting. they believe in, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm really excited yeah. to see what, what they'll think about. And I, yeah, I just think like, I don't want to say like we've, we've been there. We've done that. Yeah. We have been there and we have done it, but yeah. it's not about that. It's just allowing. It's past the torch. Yeah. It's yeah. just time to give it to the, the next gen to see what they're, um, yeah, what they've got to contribute. Yeah. And I say like, I hate diaspora takes. It's not all takes, but I'm just like, I think because we've been so involved in it the last yeah. four years, it's a bit. Like, We're just kind of like, like, yeah. Yeah. So every time I eye roll when I hear myself refer like I don't fit in with the Australians or the like Islanders, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, like, I think that in itself is a journey though, because yeah. you know, we at one point we we did feel like that. We yeah. were like, damn, we really want to be a part of this community. Yeah. So if it if that's what it took for us to experience four years um of, of this of podcast, you know, yeah. Then I'll take it. I'll mm. do it again if it meant that. And I'll do this it again. The, <laughs> She'll do it again. If this was the outcome, yeah, yeah, I'd do it again. The mother country, even though if we cut our veins with Fijian oh, or Pacific Islander, or whatever um, Pacific Islander you're from, is that we're not, I'm not Fijian enough because I'm <sighs> born and raised in Australia. So 
I've had a lot of issues with my culture trying to identify, just trying to figure out where I stand. Because if I'm not Australian, if I'm not Asian, then what I I mean, I am a Western Sydney You're princess. just a grunk. <laughs> That's <laughs> the point. That it was just grunk a really, I like I hit up Coops because like she's the reason that this podcast started, like yes. by introducing me to that like cultural Yee. day. Is we need that the trap music I think that, <laughs> like the Melanesian, Polynesian, like you know Pacific Islander oh girls. God, no recognition for Micronesian. What the fuck? Somewhere we can just like Sorry. you know the Fijian with Polynesian like discuss like what's happening, our experiences being like I sound so nervous. Pacific Islanders, but being Australian at the same time and as expected. Just, like, you feel like it's a, a culture between two worlds and mm. that's basically um the reason i decided to go ahead with it usually i have a lot of creative ideas and i don't back them up <laughs> so this is the first time i've actually done Let's something say. i'm like yeah i'll, I'll talk damn like, i'm fucking laughing like i'm trying to flirt with you and then i gave it <laughs> nothing to do with the podcast but i think like the main part of this podcast is just so there's a voice. That's like, how I laugh in front of a brown man. The disclaimer. Lol. He's speaking basically from our experiences. We're not telling everyone else that. Oh, that's I know I'm the same, every, but with like, non-brown. Man. Through, I'm working I'm on it. Okay. From, like, I'm working. Okay. I'm not anti-brown or black man. Okay. No. I'm not like that. That was teenage me. I've progressed. So, I think yeah, that's the main part. It's our journey to learning our culture and understanding like the worlds that we're living. I think it's our, in our mm. own way as well. Yeah. Mm. Like, I feel like people in, in New Zealand learn their cultures in a different way. I feel like people back in the islands learn it a different way. And I feel like it's important for well, us. I'll be different New Zealand too because. Talitha and I to Like the demographic, hey? Like the percentage yeah. of islanders in comparison to Australia. Yeah. They yeah. have like full on courses about like yeah. Pacific Islander studies and stuff like that. We're like, still like the minority, even though there's heaps of us here, this, we're still. This is still. I hate to say it, but it still is a white man's, white man's land. Because majority, when you get out of Sydney, <laughs> literally, yeah. Um, mm, mm. Figure out how we learn um, in Australia, because um, I know there's a lot of like different um, community projects out there, like that you can learn, like traditional, like um, like dancing or shout out Matsuvai. Um the language. Shout out, shout out. I think that there's a lot of things that are accessible these days. Um, and I think, you know, it'd be important for us to not only unpack, um, topics that are, you know, really important for us in this, you know, like climate, um, but also, um, how we continue to, you know, uh, go back to our roots and, you know, learning a lot more. Cause you know, I feel like what I learn about like the Fat Samoa, which is, you know, someone for you know, like the Samoan way, I guess, um, is very, like, minuscule in, com- in comparison to what there is out there. So um, l- living in Australia, it's allowed me to, what I consider to have an external point of view on the Samoan way. Um, so a lot of things that I disagree with, but that could also be because I don't understand a whole lot. Um, so uh, I think, yeah, it's it'll be a really good journey for us to you know, learn more about our individual cultures um, and also, I guess, finding that space and finding where we can fit. And, <laughs> and we I'm did. sure... And, and, really did. And doing this podcast, I think something that's important for us is that we hope that 
you know, there will be listeners that listeners out there. Um, you and know, there in was that are <laughs> sharing the same experience as us. I'm sure we're not the only ones that can feel like <laughs> sort of outcasts. No, in no one's unique. There's so many island outcasts. Um, so and we unite. I guess we want to unite reinforce and reassure that you're not the only one out there. Mm. Um, and hopefully you find that this podcast is for you. Mm. Um, so that's pretty much, I guess, what we want to gain from it and what we hope that you can take away from it as well. Um, so, yeah. And yeah, that's great what Coops has summarized basically is how I like we feel about the whole situation. I mean, I really wish I know like for majority of my Greek friends, they had Greek school that they could go to, which is why yeah. they're fluent in the language. And I wish like our communities. Could I wish have we did have proper like school that. still. They probably mm. have had it. Like, I'm not too sure. I've I think I know when I've looked like, at the database, community like in Sydney that we have Tonga, had in the past, like Tongan schools are heaps. Like um, in, something yeah. that I wish that we had like accessibility like a proper to, structured school. there's so many yeah, yeah, yeah. things yeah. Like and school, i think it's great school. with technology shout out nothing like no doing some more classes increase, like, shout out. and everything that there's so many resources that we can look at where we won't feel alienated anymore mm. and that's basically what this podcast is about is because you know doesn't even like we're speaking from our australian perspective but we know there's probably like a lot of like pacific islanders in like america or in the uk or mm. any other um, country in the world that would share, like, would have the similar. Shout out to the um, diaspora. About. So, the diasporas of the yes. world. Diasporas of the you. world. United. <laughs> well. But that's pretty much rounding up it. our um, our introduction. We didn't want to make it too long. Um, we just really wanted you all to kind of get a feel of who we are and um, understand where our perspectives come from and what they're based off. Is um, my perspective you know, is just I being like based on being a grump. We gronk, share so. um, very different views from, I don't know, maybe the typical Fijian or the typical, like, you know, <laughs> whatever that typical person may be or look like. Um, but we just wanted you to understand uh, and kind of give you a perspective on what our lives are like that you know, we've formulated these types That's of That's actually because, pretty clear. Yeah, I feel like... A clear like recording I was for a phone. Because that was my um, iPhone XS Max, which came out in 2018. Um, like... I'm surprised how unusual, clear it is. but just different, <laughs> just different dynamics to the, to the societal norm. Um, and I just want to... No one's I, I normal, like too. It's important to share that because... <laughs> that should be like a, a thing, My personal experiences won't line up with a lot of people, like... A lot of like Samoan girls that I know, oh. we definitely do not share the same family experiences. Yeah. Like they still with their families. There's like ten of them in the house. Like mad love. Like you know, love. Mad love. Mad love. But you know, like it's just all about family. You know, live yeah. with your grandparents. You live with your aunties. Like I, I live with you know, two children and two adults. Like it's. It's not the norm. It's so descriptive. And, um, like if someone I was going to break into your house, they would know how many people are in the house. Yeah, like why do we I so descriptive? Perspectives come from, and it's, I guess, it in the front room. Bit, um, in the front room. That's where, uh, like, our opinions might be. My cat stays. A bit one-sided in a sense, but I guess that's that's the only way that we can speak from is our our one-sided perspective. But we've got a whole lot of um, subjects that we've um, and we did written down. Yeah, that far we out. Talk far. About. Um, we're really excited a about lot of fucking subjects we hope that it will um, 
if not one, maybe two people. Like, you know, we just have oh, to Oh, little did we know. Um, someone and that you take away something from um, our podcast and hopefully see what we're trying to achieve. And it's not fair, um, you know, like financial gain, maybe celeb fame. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> um, might be doing this for the clout or not. But, you know. <laughs> Uh, but I think, uh, you know... Hey, you on ABC News. We've both been on ABC News. We've got the fucking clout. very strongly about. Um, and it's just going to... Yeah, which I, I guess we're just going to see where this takes us and go with the flow, go with the island way. Um, the island way. Uh, yeah. Have, have you got anything else to... Uh, we're going to ride the South Pacific way. <laughs> oh, that's so cringe. I love fuck that. Off. Oh, fuck off. That's so yeah, cute. Yeah, like as Crook oh said, a lot of subjects that we've jotted down, like brainstorm today, and we look forward to even like we're going to be doing this down. weekly. So Damn, just an weekly. insight. Weekly. <laughs> yeah. See how the podcast That progress, lasted a year, like, didn't it? Like for yeah. us, I feel like it's more a therapeutic thing than anything. Mm. Like I'm not here to get a breathing so time dealership like, like Jesus and Mira. Maybe yeah. I am. Oh my God, Jesus and Mira aren't even together anymore. <laughs> but if I was to go on this show or to go on Graham Norton, that's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I still want to go on Graham Norton. But no, honestly, like I think it's really good. Like therapy wise, I mean, we've especially a sensitive day like today for like two girls who've both lost their mothers. It's a day that you just want to... Yeah, so it's good that we've started this Ooh. and hopefully... God, that was only two years after my mom died. We can That's crazy. Make this, which yeah. I think we will and yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Be. Thank you guys so much for listening like in, in advance. Um, <laughs> like, this is she predicted. Straight up her, take her. Off, not going to lie. But, <laughs> you know... <laughs> awkward. So, you know, seven years, catch this one. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. Shots fired at. Oh. oh, the old. I think that was the old. Oh, yeah, the old thing and anchor. Mm. Thanks for listening to Two Brownish Girls. Two Brownish Girls. Feel free girls. to share your takeaways from this episode by liking our Instagram page at Two Brownish Girls, where you can interact with us and impact more after each episode. Until next time. Bye. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. That was so cute. That was cute. Damn. As much as I fucking cringe for like the yeah. entire episode. Yeah, that was um, cute. That was really cute. There was cute moments in there. Yeah. With, like, cringe moments. But as we progress as people, that's fine. The interaction <laughs> with our Instagram, like maybe there was too many fucking interactions <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> no comment. No comment, no, no comment, comment. No, no pictures. Comment. But anyway, we're going to um, take a hot break and we'll come back for part two, which is, uh, yeah, just us unpacking. Yeah, the podcast in general and mm. um, how we feel about it, yeah. As we come to the end. Yes. So stay, uh, sit tight and, um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Yeah. See you for part two. We're back. <laughs> yes. After a, a massive hiatus. Yeah, we're, just like, we're literally recording this like a week and a half <laughs> like later. Um, and in between that, we had the True Branch Girls series wrap party. Yes. Thank you everyone for coming and taking your time on a Saturday yeah. to join us. That was so, it was so much fun. It was so good. It was like worlds colliding. It yeah. was like the sets, the DJ. Shout out to the DJ. Shout yes. out to Kat, aka Hecka Horsey. Uh, to 
um, Mata, Amazing, and Verse, which was Killing Me and Fried Pork Chop. Yes, shout out. Shout out. And Rocky for being on the fucking mic. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. I did not know I needed to be validated by hearing uh, Rocky, like, yeah, <laughs> chanting, chanting to Ranish Girls. I know, like, oh my gosh, that was iconic. Dude, I was like, I was Wait, like where is this coming from? Wait, it's Rocky. And he's like, two Brownish Girls, we like, want ah! to save the world. Ah! It was so cool. That was definitely a fangirl moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt very mm, in, in the moment. And also shout out to Joy. Shout out to the Bearded Tit. Yes. Thank um, you, Bearded Tit. That the was best so venue. much. Yeah, the best venue. The best venue in Sydney. Down. Fuck every other venue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, despite like there was so much that could have went wrong that yeah, night. Like It worked out. We got there and fucking we like lost the tables because we got there late. Because, well, it was actually because I booked the fucking wrong time. So by the time we got there, the tables were already like taken over by other people i guess it yeah fair um it worked out well though because by the time we got the domino's pizza shout out domino's redfern um we had taken over the main well literally april shout out shout out color uchis she was like no 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 let's just put it let's just put it on the stage so period we did that we kind of like slightly took over the whole fucking bar um and then yeah like everything was like everything was up we had the djs doing their thing and then the fucking it was like 9 30 and we still had one more set to go and 9 30 like one of the uh, bartenders came up to me and was like oh yeah so sydney water might be doing a a water shutdown yeah anytime after 10 and once the water goes out that's it yeah i was like what do you mean that's it and they're like, oh, you have to leave. I was like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And I'm like freaking out, don't know what to do because obviously I can't do anything. Like it's out yeah. of my control. That was crazy then, too, hearing different scenarios of that because so many people came up to me, they're like, Toluva, like the water's been cut off. I'm like, what? No, what? literally, literally. So many different characters, which like was friends were telling me. I was like, what the fuck is happening? No, literally. And I was like, I need to make an announcement. But then like I'm telling Fried Pork Chop, AKA Julian, cause he showed up and he's like, no babe, it's not getting shut off. I was like, okay. And then I told my friend, shout out Jay, who was a previous um, podcast guest. I told him, I was like, it's gonna get shut off Jay. And he's like, no, it ain't. <laughs> That's so good. And it yeah, did not. It didn't. It, it didn't. lasted till midnight, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because yeah, I got home heaps late, I feel. Late? Or like, I got home like, I think, oh no, it's because Nella and I were talking outside my house for like three hours. <laughs> but we got home like one. Oh yeah, nice. And then just had a Tylenol. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. But yeah, no, it was such a good time. And yeah, shout out to everyone that came. It was, yeah, beautiful pizzas vibes. Pizzas went really fast, which I was happy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. worried, like we were worried that no one was going to oh, eat Oh, so pizzas. did the pineapple pie. Yeah, fuck that pineapple Boy, pie. Oh, shout out so Lola's. That pie was so good. If you liked the pie at Two Brownish Girls Podcast wrap up Party, go to Lola's in Heckenberg. Yeah, period. Um, Google it. On the weekends only. You can Google it. On the weekends only. And you need to call ahead because they're usually sold out by like 12 o'clock. Yeah, they're fucking, oh my God. Like, <laughs> thinking about the pie, I had like four, period. Me, like four like portions and I was yeah. just like eating. I was like, oh my gosh. Gosh. Yeah, so good. So it was good. so good. I would like to, yeah. More parties. More parties. If you are listening to this and you want more parties, yeah. let us know. Click let the us like and subscribe. Know. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> they can't copyright us now. Yeah, period, period, period. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so we're gonna finish off the rest of this episode. Crazy. Um, fucking weird, but let's do it. Is this me or you? Um, you are orange. Okay. 
looking back in the last five years, what inspired us to start this podcast journey together? And how do you think our initial vision has evolved over time? Mm, good question, good question. I think, I mean, listening back, if we, it sounded like we just wanted to see th- where things were going, you yeah. know, hoping that one or two people would hear yeah. this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, I think we had like big visions for it. You know, we were like, oh, we want to do like workshops and like other stuff like that. But I don't think like it was in our plan. I think it was like, I think, I mean, the way that I think about it is like, that's kind of where I thought podcasts should go Yeah, in that direction. But I really feel like it served its purpose Yeah, of like just being like for community and like just being like, the way that I see it now is like, it has its little slice in history now Yeah, uh, where people can refer to as like, the opinions of two brownish girls, girls like from years think 2019 pieces. and 2023 like this is the opinions of like this community in during this time yeah yeah what about you i like yeah i agree like i literally the inspiration was obviously everyone knows the origin story by now but like i literally just want to complain <laughs> Because I never felt Fijian enough, but now I like to be honest. I don't give a shit because I'm still Fijian, so like, <laughs> not give a shit like in a very callous and like. But it's just like my identity. I was always, I think, it was always a crisis. Like, you know, I feel like, am I really Fijian? Like, I grew up here. I was born here. My family have been here for like a while. Like, I can't. Like, you know. I'm never going to be, like, Fijian enough. And then, um, but then I think I've just accepted that, you know, that is, like, yeah, okay, but, like, you're still Fijian at the end of the day. But I think it's just how you make your own identity. Yeah. So I think that's the transformation because it was, like, initially, like, I'm going to complain and no one's going to listen. <laughs> like, I'm just going to complain and, like, about my family and do what the fuck I want and, like, as per usual. And then it backfired because then my family started listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly, like, it's a slicing history that they can hear the opinions of like this period in time too mm. especially in australia western sydney etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah like it's such a niche um yeah opinion mm. like and yeah i just i'm excited to hear what the future generations are going to have <clears throat> on these particular topics because yeah yeah like you said um this medium will outlive us Yes. And as fucking weird as it fucking sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I, I think <clears throat> also at that time as well, like back in 2019, there was a lot of things that I wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, probably because I hadn't been like very vocal about it. Just yeah. like shit on my fucking Twitter. A lot of your law. Yeah. I didn't know like you, cause you keep, these things in right like most yeah, people like yeah. keep you know not most people but like you know some people yeah yeah just i just didn't give myself time or space to express myself and like the yeah. way that i feel about certain things so um it was good it really allowed me to sit and think through a lot of the topics that we had yeah. um and you know as as you all know people that have been listening since the beginning um will have known that like yeah it's been a ongoing journey of like healing and blah 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 and shit like yeah. that rah 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 yeah rah 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 la 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 yada 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 for the Seinfeld <laughs> fans listening to the podcast <laughs> period 
Um, let's reminisce a bit. What's a fun or quirky behind the scenes moment from our podcast journey that our listeners might not know about? Actually, I would mention that we first recorded our first episode putting my phone on a Bose speaker in my lounge room and recording awkwardly for like half an hour. Oh my god! And telling my cat off because I don't know. Sometimes you can hear her in the early season meowing in the background because obviously she's a cat. Like I can't fucking tell her to stop meowing because she doesn't understand English. Um, but yeah, like that was very fucking. I feel like we've always been until we got to Bella Vista Hotel. We've always been like a DIY. Um, podcast and like was thankful also for our patreon when we had it because we were able to buy road microphones yes and that really did help us mm. as well um I st- we still both use our microphones in like yeah. our own stuff so yeah that's like but yeah it was literally on my iphone Came out yeah, I remember hearing it for the first time. We were like, fuck, whoa, wow. that sounds so... Oh, we probably have the recording somewhere. Yeah. If we do, um, I think I'll ask to leave it if... Uh, no, I'm pretty sure we recorded it through Anchor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if we have it, I'll ask to leave if she can yeah, insert it in there somewhere. Oh but gosh. yeah, we, we did some like test recordings in the beginning. Fuck, we said yeah. it. We were like, oh my gosh, it sounds so legit. Blah, it sounded like, so formal. Like, And at the, at the end, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, but so like, after like episode three or four, we kind of like really chilled out and it became yeah. like a conversation. Yeah. Um, Which I, yeah, I really liked. Because still talking the flow, about, yeah, yeah. The flow. <laughs> The flow was like, okay, okay. Okay, come through. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Mm, I don't know. I was trying to think as you were talking. I can't remember. Like, I think I would always just... Um, mm, <laughs> I did not prepare. I was trying to get off the dome. There's nothing on the dome. Oh um, my gosh, I feel like there's nothing in my dome after fucking epic last night. Literally. Oh, so much pain. <sighs> okay, well, I have to like, cut this bit out. Um, fuck. What's behind funny or quirky behind the scenes? Behind no, that's behind all right. We can. This is real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> By the way, epic's a rave. So I was at a rave from 5.40 to 12 a.m. So. And yeah. I was sober. So my body is in a lot of pain. <laughs> if I wasn't sober. The pain would be delayed a few days, if you get what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I can't really think of any. I think it's it's just always been the times that we're like fucking recording in the most like obscure ways or places. Like we recorded an interview with Solly at a fucking PCYC in Blacktown. Yeah, I remember that. Um, He's like the first guest we actually interviewed. Yeah, yeah, first guest. And that was like 2020. Solly. Who has been making fucking huge moves, huge fucking moves in Australian music at the moment. And yeah, like PCYC. And then we had a feed after. Yeah. Yeah. His favorite place in um, Blacktown, the kebab place. So yeah, shout out. Yeah. I think that, I think, I think, I think actually, yeah, that's a very obscure, like, (laughs) I know like fucking, uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone in the back was like playing some music, like recording some music in the studio. I was like, okay, period. Like it was just, the recording was not, the best quality, but I think we may do. Yeah, we may do. I think we recorded my phone, hey? Yeah. Yeah, again, again, <laughs> phone, fucking phone. Um, okay, all right, all right, <laughs> next question. As Pacific Islanders, our culture and heritage have been central themes in many Ooh. episodes. How do you think our podcast has contributed to preserving and sharing our culture? Well, it's exciting for me that if I do end up having kids and grandkids in the future, which I'm going to say it's getting 
bleaker and bleaker by the years. But anyway, I'm not <laughs> won't project my dating life on the podcast again. Is that my voice and my thoughts and my ideas are permanently available for them online. Mm. So this medium will, as I said previously, outlive me. And I am emotionally thinking of the possibility that maybe one day my great grandkids will be able to hear my voice and say, oh, my grandma was such a, my great grandma was such a sick cunt. It's like. <laughs> That's why we're all named after fucking DJs from like Hardstyles and Hardcore. That's why we're born in the Netherlands. <laughs> ah, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, how about you? Um, I think yeah. I I mean I feel like I kind of said it before, and I probably wish I didn't now. But um, I wish I knew. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I, I think that this podcast will just it'll just be a part like a part of this this moment in time mm. um, because you know who's to say what the next five years is going to bring both yeah. of us um, where we where we'll be what we'll be doing um, what do you want to do in five years like I see? think I really want to like I mean amplify like radically soft yeah I'll probably say a bit more at the end but um, that's going really well too yeah thank you like it's great yeah thank you very much um so i think yeah like i i don't think i've like fully taken it in now mm. but i'm really gonna miss it because um i think we had a really big opportunity here and now to uh, amplify a lot of the voices of western sydney yeah especially at a time like where western sydney is at the forefront of like yeah, of fucking music, australian of fucking culture australia like when people from pe- when people around the world think about australia i feel like western sydney is probably the top five things that they think yeah. about they're reviewing like one four like you know yeah like there's so like much stuff like that like people there's so much culture western sydney yeah now. like in the from when we started just the rise up of Western Sydney was starting. And I'm pretty at sure. The time. I, don't, like, yeah. I don't think it ended up happening, but I'm pretty sure like there, I think in the one for documentary, I think they were meant to like quote us. Oh, really? Yeah. I like, or something. It was somewhere. Oh my God. There was like some Western Sydney thing that we got um, contacted about. Um, oh shit. Yeah. About using like the transcript of one of our episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think I can't remember though. Oh yeah, it might have been it might have been one fall, but still, like I just feel like um, we've been able to contribute to this culture yeah. in this way, in like a medium that has been suited to us. Like yeah. we don't have to make mu- music to be a part of this like culture and what it's become and what it will continue to be with like everyone that is coming up in like this upcoming generation, like everything yeah. like that fucking Adele is doing. Yeah. Um. Shout out Adele. Yeah, shout out Snack Pack on FBI Radio. Shout out Beck and Adele. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, like there's just so much that they're doing, Solly's doing. Um, fuck, there's so many that I am really feel terrible about, like not having at the top of my head right now to yeah. mention. But just know that, yeah, like, I don't know, we see you guys and we see, we like feel all, all this amazing work that you guys are continuing to do to yeah. pull back into this community and this culture. Um, so, yeah, just um, like... I just feel glad to have been a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been such a fucking journey and talking about journeys. <laughs> <laughs> Over time, our podcast has grown and we've grown as individuals too. How has this podcast journey influenced or changed you personally? Um, It's changed me for the better. It's changed me in the way that, yeah, like I've been able to heal from a lot of the trauma that I talked mm. about throughout a lot yeah, of topics. Same. 
um, just when it comes to like connection to culture, identity yeah. and like, you know, not being Pacific Islander enough, um, you know, even like just uh, our conversations about like hair and, um, you know, understanding our privileges as being Pacific yeah. Islander, part of this Australian diaspora. Um, and also just me in general, being able to speak up about things that I feel are important. Yeah. Just having my voice on these topics has just allowed me to become a, a bit more open yeah. in topics that I feel are prevalent in the world right now. Mm. And yeah, I just, I like to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shy about it. What about you? I think the biggest thing, and it's hard admitting, because <laughs> I said it really cross before, but I'll say it properly now. That is just like finally accepting that I'll never fit in with the Fijian community, specifically the Sydney Fijian community, and that's all right. Like, at the end of the day, I still am Fijian, and mm. I think the start of the podcast, I really wanted to be accepted so badly, and by the end of it, I've just accepted that it is what it is. At the end of the day, my DNA is still Ithaca, um, which is Indigenous Fijian, so I am Indigenous to the land of Fiji for anyone who is listening and doesn't know that. Um, I would hope that you would know it by now. I after really fucking hope four you seasons, would know what it, five oh seasons. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Is by now. Like, yeah. well, like please, care, care. I think also, yeah, the, the fact that we've created our own community mm. of Pacifica friends that have views aligned with us is very important. And I think yeah. that was the biggest game changer in me accepting that yeah. you know that there is so many of us that are like inclusive and like in the same like likes the same things. Like you know, yeah. Likes partying a lot and likes, you and know, it's also like different things like raves and shit. Yeah. I love that. And even like the discussion that we were having offline, uh, yeah. we were talking about like, do we even really want to fit in with that community anyway? You know? No. Like, <laughs> not to say that that's a bad thing. It's just like, yeah. when we talk about like that community, yeah. we talk about like the majority. <laughs> yeah. And it's like majority still conservative. You fucking saw how many Pacific Islands voted for no, for like a, like the cease, like no ceasefire, mm. like very fucking conservative, very their interpretation of religion, which I know is a consequence of being colonized, but still, like the double standards, like yeah, I'm not saying they everyone in the community, but there is like always, yeah, yeah, the the communities as a whole have a long way to go, yeah, yeah, but I feel proud to know that the community that we are a part of, yeah, um, and the people that we have made through this podcast, um share the same views on like world views yeah yeah period mm. love y'all <laughs> um okay podcasting is a unique platform Ooh. that allows us to connect with our audience in a special way what's a memorable message or piece of feedback from a listener that touched you or made an impact on you i think the most memorable message feedback we got was when we started out and i think we did a instagram live session where we drank during covid to see how everyone was and one listener joined us from alaska yeah and the, i'm so sorry i forgot your name I but like it was anessa that was so surreal to me because like i love alaska the nature and beauty of it and i've always wanted to visit alaska and yeah. because i'm such a massive bear stan if you follow me on instagram you know i love bears like and every time some fucking person will be like you know the bear so you'll kill shut up i don't care shut up <laughs> 
any apex predator, I would try and hug. Like a, a lion, a tiger, a bear, anything. I'm deranged like that. But there's so many tweets about stuff like that. So I think I'm not the only one in that situation. Period. What about you? Um... Um, I'm keeping this all in. We need to be real. No. Um, I think I think it's happened over time. Mm. I think just seeing, I mean, just seeing the impact that it's had on people, like where people have messaged us about wanting to start a podcast um, or even like I had a lot of feedback from my family <clears throat> that don't always listen to the podcast, but my extended family listened to the podcast about my dad, with my dad, uh, and that they really enjoyed it. And I loved that because they uh, heard a side of my dad that they hadn't heard before. Yeah, and it really inspired them to like like think about not making a podcast, but like interviewing their parents and their grandparents. So um, that really touched me uh, because you know, as we were talking before about having our grandchildren, great grandchildren, listen to our um our voices like by the same regard like i would love to have pieces of my ancestors like hearing their voices and stuff so um that's definitely something that has had an impact on me and also because like doing this doing this podcast in general has made me want to create a podcast not like a public one but create like a private podcast to interview my family members that's so good like extended family like a yeah yeah just because like there's like the storytelling the oral um yeah as we always said like fucking a million times on this podcast we're natural (laughs) storytellers that's our fucking culture for the pacific islands so navigators storytellers you know the vibe storytellers you know the vibe fucking warriors killing cons all that shit yeah don't like, don't reply and be like, we never killed. Okay. Okay. Look at the ancient warfare. We didn't have those clubs to fucking dance around with anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good idea because the archive. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, yeah, a lot of my ancestors, like a lot of my family members are like getting really old. And yeah, you so, need to, yeah. Yeah. I just want to try and do it now while they're still here. So yeah, sorry. That was a bit of a ramble, but no. that is definitely something that, yeah, has inspired me to, yeah, do something else. No, it's one of those things like those like voices, like your voice in time, like how I recently found that like what 17 year old me at the formal and speaking on camera, like yeah. at our, our, our limo. And I, I have never heard my voice how young, like from before. Yeah. So hearing like a teenage me, I was like, oh my God. Damn, we're going to listen to this shit when we're like 60. I was like, what? I was like, I sound like. And I was just like talking shit still. But like, I was just oh like, that's God. literally like 17 year old me. You like, know what we should do? It's crazy. That's 17 years ago. You know what we should do? We should do um like a 10 year reunion. Oh, yes. Like a 10 year, like, um podcast special or something oh my gosh i don't even want to think how old i'll be 40 babe i'm gonna fucking kill my (laughs) (laughs) no jokes jokes we're not doing that we're not doing we're not we're not revisiting the psych ward i can say that i was in psych ward um creating content for five years (laughs) is no small feat what do you believe is the secret to our strong partnership and collaboration on this podcast Mm, i think it's having um just being collaborative in general yeah and being able to like pick up the slack um and support like your co-host when you need um 
I think it's also like building on our strengths and using those, you know, where we, um, yeah, like where it's to our, to our advantage. Yeah. And I think it's like being like resourceful. Yeah. I think that's one thing that I really liked about us is that we were really resourceful. You know, we found this fucking studio that's free. Free. Um, shout out Bella Vista Hotel. Shout out Bella Vista Hotel as we do in every intro. And, you know, being able to like do this, I feel like we've done this with ease. Yeah. Purely from having this studio. So it's just being able to do this in the most like, like cost efficient way for us as well. Yeah. Because as you know, like we've never really done this to like make money. No. It's really been about like, well, again, first it was for us, then it was for community. But, <laughs> you know, like doing this for community, it just made this um, seem like this process be so much smoother. And we're not two white girls, so we don't get sponsored immediately by like fucking big brands and shit. And that's the gag. That's that's literally. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I think having also two different personalities has been a big asset to the success of our podcast yeah. and how it's been. I think, um, as you mentioned, like negotiating and reaching an agreement is very important. I think it helps also that we're both type A personality yeah. types <laughs> and enjoy being organized. So I think that has definitely helped us in the long run. Mm. Um, bringing two different perspectives and two different backgrounds helps with the success. And ultimately, I think we should be proud of our efforts because we have been both incredibly successful like this whole time like you have yeah. edited all the episodes Cribs edits all the episodes it's only this year i stepped up and to edit the episodes i was like fuck my life this, i'm like this is the last time i'm going to edit an episode like fucking just relax <laughs> and so like and also like the fact that it's only been us two doing it the whole time like yeah. we don't have a secret fucking editor in the background like Boy, editing yeah. the episodes we don't have a producer like it's literally we're like wearing all the fucking hats literally um, with it so i think that's like yeah, like that's the reason for its success, you know, besides like the listeners and all the support we get from you guys. It's like, yeah, I think we just fucking, it is what it is. Like it's just been us two the whole time. <laughs> and it always will be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's been fun. It's, it's been, it's been a hoot. It's been like surreal. Mm. Anyway, let's get going. We can fucking, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right. Um, our podcast has been a source of knowledge, inspiration, and connection. What legacy do you hope our podcast leaves behind both for our audience and for us? I hope this teaches people to take the initiative to actually start their own podcast for any idea that they have. Like seriously, the amount of friends who have um, told me like they wanted to start a podcast in the last few years. Mm. Um, I think... Some of you are hesitant, but you need to take the risk for the reward. You also need to understand that there is a significant of time involved in committing to a podcast, which is one of the primary reasons we went from weekly episodes to monthly. Our first season was weekly and then second season onwards was monthly because it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And um, don't worry about everyone else who might discuss like the same topics as you will. Just do it because, you know, it's been a great creative reward for us and has allowed us to get involved in more creative opportunities and also, like, have creative side hustles from, mm. like, our normal, like, nine to five. So I think that's, like, I hope that encourages you. Just talk shit. Like, get a microphone and talk shit. Like, But if you're a man... <laughs> <laughs> There's already enough of you doing yeah, that. Yeah, you're, you're good. Okay? You're already doing that enough in, like, person, let alone on a if fucking recorded sorry, medium. If you're a cis man... Yeah, put the microphone down. Return it. Take it back to DJ City. Okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, for me, <laughs> for me, yeah, I think the like the legacy that it's always been is 
just that I hope that it continues the conversations within yeah. your life. Um, what I found, which was so amazing, like immediately after having this podcast, um, I started to have these like really deep conversations with people, like people yeah. that I care about, not just fucking randos off the street. Yeah. But I just like, I was having these deep conversations with my brother, um, with like some of my other friends. And I was like, damn, I love this so much. And it just made me realize like how much I valued uh like deep conversations it's crazy hey mm. yeah i had the same thing like talking to my like brother more expressing myself more like even family like having discussions with older cousins who come from a different generation just yeah. about like you know culture and like all this stuff it's like very interesting to like start like talking you're not talking shit yeah. with your cousins anymore you're talking like a serious thing like really like in-depth yeah. stuff like talking about trauma and yeah. like not just like ha ing it away but <laughs> <laughs> But actually, like, talking through things, like, yeah, that's been yeah. the most um, beautiful thing for me and, like, the legacy that I hopefully will, con- will continue to yeah. uphold is that, yeah, we start to have these conversations and whether they're uncomfortable or not, I think they're necessary. And, yeah, I think just people fucking finding your voice. Yeah. Finding, like being vocal with what you care about um and i think people's like stance of what's happening in palestine right now has really shown oh my god people are yeah it's it's just like and uh, you know i really don't want to judge um people's reasons for like not speaking up or speak i mean not wanting to speak up but it's just having this podcast has made me more confident to speak up yeah um and if i can encourage anyone in the last few minutes of our episode to really, um, you know, it's not too late now to, to speak up. No one's going to judge you for it. You know, as long as you use your voice. Believe um, what's right. Yeah. For what's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and hello, we're back. So, <laughs> We actually, a few months ago, Coops posted on the Instagram, our Instagram, to send in any voice recordings of, like, how you felt about the podcast, like, its impact on you. So, we're going to just listen to those voices. Thank you for sending them through. Mm. Um, And just... Yeah, we're gonna listen now and provide not provide feedback like this fucking work. But I was inspired by uh, Cole Kushner of the Dissect podcast because oh, Dissect, yeah, yeah, he always used to ask people to send in like a little message for the end of the episode, like for the end of the season, to talk about like their impact, um, their views on like his that season and like the album and blah blah blah. If you like music theory and like getting to the nuts and bolts of a fucking album um mostly rap albums i feel but it's yeah definitely like changing up which is cool um definitely listen to the dissect podcast which is fucking i think it's everywhere yeah um but yeah anyway inspired by that so yeah we're gonna listen and Here then we we're gonna wrap it up Hi Cribs, hi Talitha, it's Del. I just want to quickly say congratulations on such a beautiful run with Two Brownish Girls. I hadn't listened to anything quite like this podcast um, until I stumbled upon it a couple years ago and it's been uh, the gift that keeps on giving ever since. Um, I really appreciate the way that you both, um, I guess, tackle really, really taboo topics and, you know, 
dissect the nuances around being a Pacifica woman, um, a Pacifica person, and also just existing on the Pacifica Australian diaspora. Um, It's made me feel seen and it's made me feel nourished and it's made me feel like there are ways that we can evolve from being silent um, within our community in terms of talking about these topics and, you know, encouraging these kinds of conversations to happen. So I appreciate everything that you both have done um, with Two Brownish Girls. I'm so excited what you both do next. Um, And yeah, much love. Bye. Hi, my name's Eden. I'm from the Gold Coast and I've been listening to this podcast since I was 16. I'm 21 now. I basically grew up on this podcast and I'm so grateful to have found it when I did. I've learned so much from two brownish girls and have grown heaps as a person. I'm so sad this podcast is ending. I wish it could go on forever because this is literally my favourite podcast. But excited to see what happens next for you guys. Excited for the future. And excited to see you next week and celebrate. Bye, I love you. 30 seconds is up. Okay. Hi, Talisha. Hi, Cribs. My name is Anne. I just wanted to say a huge congratulations to you both on such an incredible journey with two brownish girls. I think... The thing that's impacted me the most when listening to the show has really been being able to learn about the diversity of Pacifica voices within our community, but also the diversity of Pacifica perspectives um, with the guests on your show, but also within yourselves. I think that's been so inspiring for me um, to not only learn about what's happening within our Pacifica community, but also how people are using their voice. So yeah, thank you so much for elevating and continuously elevating our community, but also for making it so easily accessible to the listeners to be able to engage with these voices. So yeah, all the best to to you both. Um, And I'll see you at the wrap up party. Love you both. Hey ladies, just wanted to drop a voice note and say I am so happy for everything that you have both achieved and will go on to achieve from Two Brownish Girls. Um, I'm really sad the podcast is ending, but it has been amazing. It's been so influential to not just the Pacifica community here in Australia, but global and to, I guess, all the other cultures and subcultures Pacifica in, I guess, Australia find themselves in. So thank you both so much for this podcast friends and two brownish girl lovers it's a girl katie <laughs> sharing all of the love and splooshes for talitha and cribs from the solid struggle to exploring the arts to k-pop to dealing with grief to <coughs> poly twitter thank you so much for holding <laughs> it down for the community on everything that the two brownish girls was and but most importantly thank you for holding it down for those that felt and were on the outside and reconnecting with who we are outside of trauma <laughs> <laughs> Hello to brownish girls. This is me, Haka, and I am from the Dara country, aka Mount Joy. And I just want to say thank you for, first of all, thank you for having me and James on your podcast. That was such an amazing experience, and I have been a big, big fan of yous for so long. I'm sad that it's going to be over, but I love you so much. I can't wait for what else you guys bring 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you, you so guys. Much. That was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have not fully processed it. And you know what? Maybe I would never process it. And well, yeah. Yeah. That's, mm. I really appreciate everyone's messages. Like, yeah. Really touched my heart. It was I'm, still crazy at the yeah. r- a party last week when I was like talking to people. I'd be like, oh, I'm Talitha. And they'll be like, yeah, I know who you are. That's like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Don't stop. Stop it. Stop it right now. But thank you so much. Um, that was very, you know, I'm an ice queen. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we have one final question, which is finally, as we say goodbye to this chapter, what's next for you personally? And do you have any parting thoughts or messages? For our loyal listeners. Oh, feels weird. Uh, feels weird that this will be uh, my last, like, my last broadcast. <laughs> my last broadcast for um, the trip. Stop, I'm going to fucking cry now. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been... Yeah, it's been a fucking journey, but I wouldn't have had it any other way, and I don't think I would have done it with anyone else. Aww. <laughs> um, because I don't feel like anyone else would have really gotten me the way that Talitha has gotten me, like, oh and gosh. has like held me through like this journey, like. And as much as she's not a physical touch love person. <laughs> She has, like, loved me in, like, many other ways. Like, in the ways that I probably have needed it. Because, well, like, I'm, a, I'm, like, a physical touch person. But anyway. Um, and I think, like, this podcast has, like, really held me in, like, ways that I didn't know that I needed. But, um, like, I think it was necessary to my growth. And I think if it wasn't for like every step that we took in this podcast, Mm. it wouldn't have allowed me to like continue with what I'm doing now, like just with radically soft stuff and like my journey to like being like, I think like the truest form of myself. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like I lived so inwardly, like I lived so like within the means of like the Samoan community. Oh yeah. I felt, I felt that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just, like again, like for me, judging communities. <laughs> we we you know we talked about this offline, but just yeah. like it was like safe and like easy to like it's a live. Zone. Yeah, to live in in the community, but like <laughs> this is like how has allowed me to like live outside of that and be okay with that. And um, it's been yeah, it's been something that like I will never regret. And I will always cherish. And wow. I know we were like fucking laughing about ha-haing and crying at that. I just did not. <laughs> yeah. Just right on time, babe. Just fucking right on time. Um, but yeah. I just want to um, thank everyone that has ever listened. Has ever like supported us. Through anything. Like <clears throat> through any of like the other adventures that we did. Like fucking i can think of seven like yeah any like fucking creative that ever like put us on for a fucking interview whoever like mentioned two british girls in rooms that we had never been in before um who like fucking just cared about us and realized that we you know like this was something real and it like existed and just yeah i feel grateful to like solidify like two british girls as like 
a part of like Western Sydney history. And yeah, that is my fucking, <laughs> that is my last message. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what a hard like Oscar speech to follow up. Oh my God, shut <laughs> Um, No, thank you. Um, I don't, I have trouble expressing myself <laughs> properly <laughs> when it comes to emotions, but yeah. I'm very thankful that you understood that as well. Cause I am not like, in tune with my feelings most of the time so i mean i am but i I don't know i'm digressing to avoid the question being (laughs) answered but um next for me personally i think i'm just really concentrating on my health and my career um i want to compete in jujitsu hopefully by like the end of next year or early 2025 so literally that's my main concentration at the moment and I'm kind of getting to the stage that I really do want to settle down and get married and have kids, but <laughs> I don't know if it's my age or I'm going through an episode. But like, <laughs> but in general, <laughs> um, thank you for everything. Yeah, like I think us both being like I feel somewhat on the outskirts of our community has helped. Um, it's true, like what you said. Like I wouldn't have done it with anyone else because I don't think they would have got me. Because yeah. I'm fucking unhinged. Um, But I think, yeah, far out. Like, it's going to be a weird adjustment. Um, I don't think even the party and, like, all that, I haven't even registered, like, how many fans we have. How many fans we have. Look at me. Fucking. It was fun. But just how many people actually, like, came up to us and said, thank you so much. Like, thank you. a common thing I heard last Saturday was people saying, thank you for letting us into your life. Yeah. And I was just, I, I truly still can't comprehend the impact that this podcast has had on the community. It doesn't matter how many like of our like friends, family tell us or the listeners, like it's still such a surreal experience and I'm happy that we got to do it and that it's a part of, uh, the Pacifica diaspora, the Sydney Pacifica <laughs> diaspora. If I hear diaspora one more time. Like, <laughs> and my own voice saying diaspora. But yeah, like, fuck. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's been a journey. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's really fucking crazy. And I'm not saying like sarcastically crazy, but it's like just the impact. I'm glad that it had if a positive or negative impact on your life. Hopefully more positive than negative. But... Yes, I hope you all stay well. And um, I don't know. Before I yeah, before we cut it off, I just want to say that uh, what's next for me is I'm um, focusing on radically soft, which is a plus size clothing market. But like so much more than that, like it's community events, mm. it's like finding um, clothes in your size, and like finding community in that sense. It's um, being able to like have social events or like workshops, things like that. So um, if you are a plus size person and looking for clothes and you're in Sydney, Eora, um, you can follow us on on, uh, radically underscore soft on Instagram. That's probably where we like post the most, but we also have a website, www.radicallysoft.com.au. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's one website. It's pretty cool. And you can stay up to date with like events that we hold or our next market, which is going to be in March in 2024 um hopefully at kasula 
um, powerhouse art center place. Yes. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I'll be working on for my next like season of life, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. And they were also mentioned in ABC News. So that's yeah, that's pretty cool. That's <laughs> fucking hectic. ABC yeah. News. So. I was thinking of the ABC News theme just then. Okay, <laughs> but yes, um, Thank yes, you. this is it. Thank you. This has been the Two Brownish Girls podcast for the final time. We love you guys so so much, and we hope to you know be in touch. We're still on socials. Yeah, our page will stay up still. Yeah, so. our page will stay up. It'll just be a slice of history, and yeah, um, yeah you know where to find us. Po- posting. Well, I mean. Shit posting in, yeah, on my sh- personal in between shit posting and posting about Palestine, you know, you know the go. But um, yeah, I can't say until next time because there won't be a next. Yeah, time. there's not going to be a next time because this is it. This is it. Um, <laughs> almost our ten year reunion. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless the world has ended by then, which I'm going to predict. I don't we know. might be close off, but um, as we I, might be robots yeah. by then or something. As yeah. I say, be safe, be well, love you, and um, yeah. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Two Brownish Girls. Two Brownish Girls is made by me, Talitha Chmantola, and Cribs. New episodes are posted on the 15th of every month with some bonus episodes in between. Original music by Choice Vaughan. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Patreon at Two Brownish Girls. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. land.